This is the Global Missions, Inc. podcast. Today I am reading an article called How to Hear the Voice of God, written in May and June of 2015 by Andy Snoke, and I am Andy Snoke. This is a very important subject. Many people uh, feel if they have heard the voice of God, and many of us, many people have heard the voice of God, but what does the Bible say about that? Can a man or woman hear God? If so, how does he speak? How can we know that we are genuinely hearing from the Lord and not from our own hearts? The answer is yes, God does speak to his family. And there are ways in which we can learn to discern his voice over our own thoughts. God does not want to speak to his people. God does want to speak to his people. When the Lord does speak to us as individuals, it is most often in more than one way. The Lord has a, very, has a way of confirming his word and his ways through more than one avenue. It is important that when we as Christians feel that God is speaking to us, we look for at least two or three confirmations that this is true. For as fallen creatures, we can easily be misled but by our own opinions, wants, desires, and needs. God's voice is most often not thundering and overwhelming, but as God spoke to Elijah, it can be simply a whisper with other confirmations. To begin with, we need to admit to ourselves that the most spiritually experienced, well-meaning saints can get it wrong. We can fully believe that God has spoken to us and still be absolutely wrong. This is the story of Acts 15. It is through several avenues that, that God's word is confirmed and that we become clear that God is speaking. The intent of this article is to look at a few ways in which God speaks to us in this hour. If you believe that God is speaking to you, I encourage you as a reader to be sure that God is also speaking in more than one method that will be outlined further on in this article. Confirmation is always important. Don't look for just one avenue. Look for more than one. First, realize that God speaks through Scripture. That's one of the avenues. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works, 2 Timothy 3.16-17. God speaks clearly and directly through Scripture. There are many things that a person need not even ask God about because they are already outlined in the Scriptures. For instance, a man may wake up very early in the morning and dread going into work if it is an inconvenient and difficult environment. Should a man ask God if he should in fact go to work because it's difficult and inconvenient? I dare say that a prejudiced mind might think that he heard God say, just stay home and take it easy. In reality, the scriptures teach that if a man does not work, he should not eat. Therefore, there's no need to even ask God about, about whether it is important to work. 
Instead, in this situation, a man should give thanks to God for the job that provides the things he needs to support his family. Some other examples. A man never has to ask God if he should love his wife because he's commanded to do so in Ephesians 5.22. A wife should never have to ask God about respecting her husband as she was already commanded to do so in Ephesians 5.33. A family need not ask God if they should pay a tithe to the Lord as they are already commanded to do so in Malachi 3 verses 8 through 11. These are just a few examples of the will and voice of God speaking to the written word of God. Now, God can also speak to our hearts and minds. God can and does speak directly to our heart and mind. At the same time, if we were only to rely upon our feelings, that is, God speaking to us, we could easily be misled. This is why it is important that when we feel that God is speaking to our hearts, we should also look for other avenues for discerning his will that confirms that. And thine, thine ear shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way, walk ye in it, when you turn to the right hand and when you turn to the left. That's Isaiah thirty twenty one. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of the Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Hebrews 8.10 Learning to discern God's voice speaking to our hearts is an acquired skill. It is something we can learn as we mature spiritually. I am sure that God has spoken to us on many occasions, but we did not have the maturity to discern that it was the Lord speaking. This comes from time and experience. The Bible says, For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Hebrews five, thirteen to 14 I like the way, the way that it says, Who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. <clears throat> Verily I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up another way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. John 10, 1 through 5. The Lord called young Samuel, Samuel three times before he recognized that it was the Lord speaking. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep, that the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli. And he said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. The Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli. And he said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. 
Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel, Samuel again the third time. And he arose and he went to Eli and he said, Here I am, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lay down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt speak and say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place, and the Lord came and stood and called as other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. That's First Samuel, Samuel chapter 3, verse 3 to 10. Let us all pray that the Lord will give us a greater sensitivity to hear and discern his voice. Now we can also hear the voice of the Lord through the prophecies that went before us as individuals. This is another category, another avenue. In this last revival, which is but a stair step towards the finished work of God in the church, the Lord, in an unusual way, has blessed the truth of gifts and ministries to the individual, which are given through prophecy and the laying on of hands of the presbytery, which means a group of elders. Through the years, we can look back at the multitude of prophecies given over individuals and see that these have been accurate in miraculous ways. These prophecies given over the individuals, as God indicated, have proven to be absolutely, astonishingly, amazingly, and miraculously accurate. What we've experienced through the laying on of hands and what we can continue to experience on a regular basis cannot be summed up by any word short of simply, it's a miracle. No man can know the heart of man, yet through the laying on of the hands by the presbytery, which for, the, for safety is always more than one person, Truths have been revealed, gifts and power endued, and with much detail a person's ministry has been revealed. It's not the Spirit, despise not prophesying, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. That's First Thessalonians five nineteen to 21 This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them Minus war, good war, warfare, that's 1 Timothy 1, 18 and 19. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery, which once again means a group of elders. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all, 1 Timothy 4, 14 to 15. If you've had the privilege of being prayed over, and set in your work and ministry for the Lord, it is good to review what the Lord said from time to time. God will use these prophecies to confirm his word. If you have not been prayed over, then please seek the Lord for his timing and opportunity. The next category is God speaks through godly counsel. Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, Proverbs 11 to 14. For by wise counsel, thou shalt make thy war, and in the multitude of counselors, there is safety, Proverbs 24, 6. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but 
but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise, Proverbs 12:15. Every purpose is established by counsel, and with good advice make war, Proverbs 20:18. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. That's a good one. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered, Proverbs 28, 26. <clears throat> Beloved, believe, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world, 1 John 4, 1. God has a way of confirming his voice through the counsel of the godly. Often when we have questions regarding the will of God, it is good to talk to our local elders to get a confirmation. If we feel that we have heard from God and are afraid to talk to those over us, such as our elders, because we are concerned the answer won't be what we like, then something is wrong. <clears throat> Acts 15 is an account of how the new Jewish elders were convinced that the Gentiles must follow the physical requirements given by Moses in order to be saved. There was much disagreement among all, but after they contacted the apostles and had a long discussion, the Lord gave a clear answer through godly counsel. When in doubt, ask. God speaks through confirmation. But if he will not hear thee, take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established, Matthew eighteen sixteen. After the great debate in Acts 15, a debate that could have split the church before it had even had time to become established, by godly counsel and then confirmation, God gave clarity. The confirmation was so great, the following letters were written and sent. Then it pleased the apostles and the elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, namely Judas, her name Barsabbas, and Silas, chief men among the brethren. And they wrote letters by them after this manner. The apostles and elders and brethren send greetings unto the brethren which are the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Sicilia, for as much as we have heard that certain which were men which were out from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, saying, You must be circumcised, and keep the law to, to whom we gave no such commandment. It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord, to send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, Acts fifteen twenty two twenty five. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these necessary things, Acts 15.28. The next category is God speaks through circumstances and timing. Here's a verse. After these things, Paul de departed from Athens and came to Corinth and found a certain Jew named Aquila, born in Pontus, lately come from Italy, with his wife Priscilla because that Claudius had commanded all Jews to depart from Rome. And he came unto them, and because he was of the same craft, he abode with them, and he, and he, and, and he worked. For by their occupation they were tent makers, as Acts 18, 1-3. This relationship between Paul, Aquila, and Priscilla 
which happened as a result of circumstances, became one of the most important strategic partnerships in the book of Acts. The next category, God speaks through his peace. When a person has followed the voice of God and has allowed his will to be confirmed by a number of methods outlined uh, in this article, then the Lord allows a peace to wash over our souls with a great comfort in knowing we are in his will. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called into one body, and be ye thankful, Colossians 3.15. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid, John 14.27. Let us pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, it is very important to all of us that we can hear your voice, that we can be guided by your will for our lives, not our own will. And we pray that you would help all of us to become more sensitive to the leading of your Holy Spirit as you confirm your leading through the scriptures and through prophecies and through speaking to our hearts and through the peace of God and through godly counsel. We pray that you help our minds to be clear and how to walk with you on a day-to-day -day basis. We thank you, Lord, for the great privilege of walking with you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. I thank you all for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you. For more information, please visit our website at www.globalmissionsinc.org.